from the Art FM WXOX studios in Louisville, Kentucky. This is That Driving Beat, your radio dance party. 60s soul, rhythm and blues, a lot more garage rock than usual this evening, apparently. All for dancing. Stay tuned. Oh! <laughs> 
want to thank you for joining us for another episode of That Driving Beat, a production of Art FM WXOX in Louisville, Kentucky. We started, uh, we started out the show, as we always do, with our theme song, recorded for us by Willie Mitchell and his, uh, and his group in 1965 on the high label out of Memphis, Tennessee. That was That Driving Beat. I followed that with uh, one by the Zodiacs, This Feeling, also from 1965 on the Disu label. And I played Cannibal and the Headhunters with Lovebird, their version of Mockingbird from 1966 on date. And it's a little preview of what I brought in my box today. Mostly garage and uh, a little rocky stuff. You know. Yeah, and I'm, I'm excited about that because, you know, we, we play a lot of soul, rhythm and blues uh, stuff on here. Um, you know, we usually throw in a few, a few things that people might call garage rock or rock and roll. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think we're just going to really, uh, concentrate on it tonight. When, uh, when we walked in the studio half an hour ago or so, they said, I brought all garage rock. I'm like, Oh, I didn't, did I? I don't know. I think I have some. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other half is the usual like soul stuff, but okay. I, I really tried to play. I'm not sure if I have even enough for the for yeah. whole show, but I do. I, I think I do. Well, we don't have to do the whole show that way, but uh, but yeah. I, I, I'm looking through my box, uh, my boxes that I brought down, oh, I do actually have some really good rock and roll stuff. When, so when we when we when we say garage rock for for people who uh, who may not be in on the uh, on the the language on the on the the, the genres and subgenres of '60s music, um, I mean, we're, it, there's a there's rock and roll. Uh, some of it heavily R and B influenced, soul influenced. Um, that uh, you know, by by groups where, if you kind of think romantically about it, it it's groups that were just just playing in the garage. Uh, they were local, just to, to somewhere, and uh, they were maybe maybe well known in their town. They played uh, they played the the school dances and stuff. Maybe they they managed to even get a record or two out, you know, a, a single uh, out on a, on just you know they scratched together some money and released it themselves or maybe they got picked up by a local label some of them of course got picked up by national labels and and went big and and uh some of the things that we kind of call garage rock because it has that uh kind of messy sloppy maybe sound um some of them are actually professionally produced and you know there were session musicians involved and uh and everything but they were still going for that kind of rock and roll uh, sound garage rock uh, kind of led into the psychedelic rock um, era of the late '60s and forever after that. Um, so yeah, so that's that's kind of the, the kind of thing we're going to do. Some of what we're going to play really is on minor labels. Didn't really make it out of its uh, its its own re- region. Some of it's on major labels. But let's get let's get uh, into it. I'm going to play one by uh, by a Louisville group now called the Sultans. They were around for a while and and, uh, and actually had several several singles out and had some had some LPs out later on. Uh, but this is one uh, I, I believe this is this may be their label. It may just be uh, uh, somebody locally here in Louisville with uh, you know that put together a little bit of money to put a couple of records uh, out on the backstage records label. That is a label. This one came out on in 1966 from Louisville, Kentucky. The Sultans with I know it's true. I know it's true, you know it too. 
Well, you call me your baby 
Well, you heard it here for the first time. <laughs> they played a little country I bopper there. A country rocker, yeah. yeah. Bobby Barnett, Moaning the Blues on Simpson 1964. The Squares before that uh, with Square Rock Part 3. I'm sure there was a Part 1 and Part 2, but they never seemed to come out on a, on a record. Uh, that group was from DeKalb, uh, DeKalb, Illinois, up in the uh, Chicago suburbs. A uh, group of high school and college kids up there. Um, Square Rock Part 3 came out in 1959. We went all the, way, all the way back to 59 there on the Bristol Recording Company label, which is just a little local label up from uh, northern Illinois. I picked that up at an antique mall in Crown Point, Indiana, just on the other side of the state line. All the way from New Zealand, Tommy Adelaide with Max Merritt and the Meteors. I just don't understand. From 1964 on the Marmar label. Marmar label out of Chicago, Illinois. And uh, we always thought that was a bigger label than it actually s- appears to be because uh, I think there's only three releases. Yeah, I for some reason I, I, I always thought I'd seen more things on Marmar. But uh, yeah, just a couple of things on it. Yeah. Including that one from New Zealand. Um, started out with the Sultans with I Know It's True. All right, let's uh, let's hear one by the Small Faces from 1966. I'm playing this off the American issue on Press Records. Here's Hey Girl.
you never take the time to call You own seven motorcycles that ain't been on the road at all You keep twelve airplanes that ain't had time to fly Cause all you ever do is lay around the house and cry You've had thirteen years of learning at the finest schools They gave you twenty-six teachers and you made them all look like fools You told eleven good men that you loved them but you know you lied Cause all you ever do is lay around your house and cry If you ever wonder where punk music generated, well, it generated in the 60s. <laughs> maybe even before. Even but, before, uh, maybe, yeah. yeah. Terry Knight in the Pack, out of Flint, Michigan, I believe. And uh, yes. that song is called Numbers. came out on Lucky 11 in 1966. Garage Rock Legends, The Kingsmen, before that, with uh, Searching for Love. That one came out uh, on Wand, like most of their... Uh, their Records uh, in 1964. The human beings, uh, spelled differently, not with the I N Z, but uh, it's beings. When they spelled it correctly. They spelled it correctly on, on, at on this that point. Record. Yeah. Ain't that loving you, baby? That record came out on Warner Bros. in 1965, and it's written by Jimmy Reed. And of course, this song been covered by multiple, multiple, multiple people, from the new beats yeah, to Etta James to Eric Clapton and and R and B standard, but uh, done in a more a more garage punk kind Everybody of way. Everybody did that song. Yeah. The small faces got that set going with "Hey Girl." I played that off the American uh, issue on Press Records from 1966. Let's get back into it. Um, I'm going to change it up a little bit, throw a little soul, uh, soul sound in, uh, in now. James and Bobby Purify from 1967 on the Bell label, I Was Born to Lose Out. 
Just heard the Beckett Quintet with no correspondence on Jam Corps from 1965. The Beckett Quintet were from New Mexico. They were actually students in the university there. Met and started a band and, you know, were quite successful at, in the area, I should say. So it's, they were not much commonly known. Yeah, uh, I, don't, I don't think the record got that far, although we, it did get to a, a dig that Uwe and I did years ago and uh, I think I still have about 20 copies of that record in near mint condition. <laughs> it came to the Illinois Indiana border. Yeah, area. Yeah. yeah. We we got some old record store stock and uh, there were there were uh, it, was, it was a great dig. Um, but uh, yeah, we picked up a lot of copies of that Beckett Quintet 45. And I've been I've been selling and trading a few away over the years, but it's got a it's got a great cover of uh, Bob Dylan's Baby Blue on the other side too, which I think I've played on the show. At least once. Uh, before the Beckett Quintet, you heard uh, some garage rock from Mexico there, Los Johnny Jets, off uh, an EP called Los Johnny Jets A Go-Go, which uh, I'm playing, I played that off the, the CBS Records issue from Mexico uh, from 1965. That was El Lupe, or uh, it was a cover of Hang On Sloopy, of course. Before that, Iron and the Zodiacs. This Empty Place on Phillips from 1965. And I believe we talked about this group before. They were from from England and didn't do it. Didn't do justice there. They didn't do well. But then moved to Germany and became superstars. And played at the famous Star Club. And was signed by the Star Club label. And which was, a sub, was actually underwritten by Phillips. And that that's why this one came out on Phillips in the United States. Uh, it's a good record. I like it. And yeah, uh, it has that Star Club uh, logo, Star logo, on even on the Phillips label. Yeah. Yep. And uh, started that set out with James and Bobby F- Purify, just to throw a little little soul into the proceedings uh, today on this episode of That Driving Beat, where, as you've probably heard, we're playing a lot more rock and roll, garage rock, uh, mod rock uh, kind, of, kind of stuff than we usually do. We always throw some of that in, but... Uh, just doing a lot of that today. 
All right, let's uh, let's get back to the music. This next one, is, this is Bubblegum. Uh, Bubblegum was uh, was a, a kind of music. Uh, I don't know that anybody necessarily ever said, oh yeah, I'm a bubblegum artist, I make bubblegum music. Um, and really that's because a lot of it was just, just studio groups. It was, it was producers just putting out uh, bubblegum, uh, you know, confections of, uh, of little pop songs. Um, but they were fun to listen to. Sometimes they had pounding beats. And, uh, and every once in a while they, they kind of crossed into something a little, a little more interesting. And, uh, and really, and really bubblegum was one of the influences, I think, on, on punk and glam and, and, uh, and lots of, uh, things that would, that would, uh, come later. Some of the bubblegum groups were actually real bands that came together and got signed and, uh, usually kind of got songs fed, uh, to them. They, they might not have recorded original stuff uh, as much um, and some of them were really just session musicians they'd bring them together for a few sessions and put out a record and try to make some money on it that's what this is this is a group billing billed as the Carnaby Street Runners uh, came out on Buddha Records which did a lot of bubblegum they also did a lot of uh, oh funk and soul and other pop and all kinds of stuff um, 1968 in, uh, the the it's it's a it's a medley, uh, so it's just called "Live and in Person" by the Carnaby Street Runners. It's three songs. You'll probably recognize them when you hear them. Here they are.
Gates of Eden from, from England with Girls, Girls, Girls on Jubilee in 1967. And those guys had girls on their mind. The flip of that record is called Miniskirts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before that, very much not from England, the Carnaby Street Runners. Uh, that was just some session musicians. They made it sound like it was, uh, it was a live recording. Um, but just, uh, just putting out some, uh, some music product there of <laughs> a little... Uh, little uh, uh, medley and actually I, I think that particular record is just worn out it's uh, it's styrene as opposed to vinyl there are two different materials these old records these old uh, 45 rpm singles came in and styrene was basically polystyrene and it wears out and I think that one might have been kind of worn out <laughs> um, all right we would like to uh, thank you for listening to that driving beat if you want to find us on social media search for midnight hour sound system on either Facebook or Instagram. And you can see what we're doing out in the real world, what we're doing on the show, if we found any cool records or uh, just have anything uh, that we want to put out there into the world. Um, we hope you enjoyed uh, enjoyed your uh, your hour of that driving beat today and that, that you'll join us again. Coming up next on that driving beat, we have uh, one by the Kinks. You've probably heard of them. Playing it off the American issue on reprise records from 1965 well-respected man cause he gets up in the morning and he goes to work at nine and he comes back home at 5.30 gets the same train every time cause his world is built on punctuality it never fails and he 
second hour of that driving beat for today we are your radio dance party mostly 60s 
and uh, usually leaning heavily into the uh, soul, northern soul, rhythm and blues kind of stuff. Today we're uh, we're keeping it more on the uh, the rock and roll, garage rock, British beat kind of uh, side of the ledger. Well, thanks for listening. My name is Uwe. And I'm James. And I just heard the last word, Can't Stop Loving You on Atco from 1967. Before that, a group from Muncie, Indiana, called The, La- called, uh, the Chosen Few, sorry, with, uh, I believe that was an original song of theirs, It Just Don't Rhyme. That one came out on the, uh, the Denim Records label out of uh, somewhere in Indiana. I think that might have been out of Muncie as well. came out in 1967. Before that, a group from London, England, strangely enough called the Liverpool Five, jumping on the Beatles bandwagon there, absolutely, uh, with a song called Too Far Out on RCA Victor, 1965. And a group also from London, from North London, the Muswell Hill area, the Kinks, got us started, started off the hour with a well-respected man, played that off the American issue on Reprise from 1965. Coming up next, one by a group called the Chicago Loop. Now, uh, we have a, we have their version of Richard Corey, uh, kind of a garage rock version of a Paul Simon song, if you would, uh, or Simon and Garfunkel song, if you'd believe it, uh, that uh, that we play on the on the show, because they do a great version of Richard Corey. Uh, but that's not, not, not the one you're going to hear today. It's another one of theirs. On the Dino Voice label from 1966, here's the Chicago Loop with This Must Be The Place.
Well, I have to look what I just played. That was the the Moolah Man. The Moolah Man. I forgot to put that in. Didn't actually... Oh, there it is. Put that on our master list of what we're playing. We are playing on vinyl, but we do keep a list in the computer so that that can be pushed on the internet, and you can find it at artxfm.com, and uh, go on there and see what we're playing. But sometimes we don't press the button. Yeah. Prentice McPhail. Moolah Man. That came out on Bang Records from New York in 1965. The Chevelles from before that, from uh, Cardiff, Wales, and uh, and thereabouts, with I Can Conquer the World. That came out uh, in the U.S. on World Artists in 1964. Before that, the very first record of The Beat Merchant, So Fine on Tower, came out in 1965, and there was a very unique thing. I don't think it happened before or after very much. So you had a record, and you had Fred and the Dreamers on on one side, and on the flip, introducing the Beat Merchants, because yeah, so, so they didn't have a second song. To yeah, on. I guess I guess they didn't have a B side ready for the Beat Merchants. Uh, that's that's the American uh, issue on Tower, and uh, yeah, for whatever reason, they decided to uh, put two different groups. Fred and the Dreamers was a little bit more known. Uh, so my my thought is, you know. Maybe they, they put that on there so people were willing to take a, take a risk on the beat merchants because they knew Freddie and the Dreamers would be backing them up on the other side. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. Uh, the Chicago Loop got that set started. This must be the place on the Dino Voice label from 1966. All right, coming up next, uh, I'm going to play the flip side of a record I played last week by the Blues Magoos. Um, last week I played... The people had no faces. So if you remember that one, this is what's hiding on the other side of this record that came out in 1966 on the Verve Folkways label. Here's the Blues Magoos with So I'm Wrong and You Are Right.
That was some fuzzy, fuzzy stuff. Yeah, Danny I and Jerry. Danny and Jerry's Maureen. Oh, Maureen. Maureen. On Ron Records from 1968. Another one by the Kingsman before that, The Climb, 1965 on Wand. Before that, out of Chicago, The Commons LTD. I'm going to change the world, and that was an Eric Burden song. So an animals, animals cover. 1966 on the mod label. <laughs> uh, the Blues Magoos got that set uh, started with So I'm Wrong and You Are Right on Verve Folkways from 1966. All right, up next, the Exiles. Yeah, this is a Kentucky group uh, from... Uh, out east of here somewhere, uh, here being Louisville, um, the, this group actually went on uh, to be known as Exile and uh, had a bunch of big radio hits in the 70s and 80s, uh, but this was uh, back in 65 on the, the little Jimbo Records label when the Exiles were still uh, still a garage rock proto-punk band. Would you be mad at me if I called you Jimbo from now on? Jimbo? No, I don't like that one. <laughs> Here's Come on, Jimbo. <laughs> Jimbo. Here's James, the, here's Jim, the, Jimbo. Uh, we're going off the rails Sorry. here. Here's the Exiles with Come On. It's okay if I call you the bear though, right? Yeah, that's fine. Okay.
said shotgun Shoot him for it right now Do the jerk, baby Do the jerk now Put on your red dress, baby Cause we're going to uptown now I'm going to buy myself a shotgun now I'm going to look up right now I'm going to break it down right now I'm going to shoot it out right now Shotgun Shoot a boy right now Do the jerk, baby Do the jerk now to that driving beat very often, you know that this sound in the background means the show's almost over for today. Hmm. Well, let me tell you what you just heard. Mo, Adrian, and the Sculptors. With their version of Shotgun that came out in 1965 on Columbia. Fantastic garage version of that. I like that one. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I've heard that before. Probably that not. That version. I, I don't think I played that before. From Louisville, Kentucky, before that, Stuart Payne with It's Good to Know. That one came out on the local Soul Boulevard label in 1967. I don't know why. Like, I think there were only two or three things on Soul Boulevard, and I wouldn't say any of them, any of them were soul. They were all kind of garage <laughs> rock, rock and roll. Kind of true. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think anything on Soul Boulevard is soul. Not that, I, not that I've ever seen. Mm. Before that, the Bird Watchers. I'm going to do it to you before you're going to do it to me, but the song is just called I'm Going to Do It To You. Uh, on Mala, 1966. And the Exiles from Kentucky. Not Louisville. I think they're from uh, they're from Lexington or somewhere near Lexington. I should probably know that. Uh, you should. Winchester or somewhere. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not positive. Um, Richmond? I don't know. Somewhere out there. <laughs> uh, but the Exiles would go on to uh, be known as Exile... And would be a uh, a massive uh, AM radio hit generator, uh, lots and lots of uh, of exiles songs that you've probably heard, even if you don't uh, 
even if you don't don't realize it. Well, definitely from Slovakia. No, no, no. Yeah, U Uwe was trying to Google quickly, but he I think he Googled the wrong thing. Uh, but oh, uh, sorry, that was Exiles, but come on. That was a great song. Coming up next, uh, this is by a group called Fountain of Youth. Uh, they're from Fredericksburg, Texas. Now, I used to live in Austin, Texas, and Fredericksburg is out in the hill country west of Austin. Um, but they uh, they left Fredericksburg, moved out to L.A., um, and recorded uh, this 145 uh, as as the Fountain of Youth. Uh, then they, uh, oh, no, I'm sorry, they, they were the Crossfires when they moved out there. They were the Crossfires in Fredericksburg. They moved out to L.A., recorded one thing as the Crossfires. Then they signed to the Coal Gems label, which was the, the Monkees label, among other things. Um, changed their name to Fountain of Youth, and that's what you're going to hear. You're going to hear one by them on the Cold Gems label from 1968 called Living Too Fast. Yeah. 
That was a band out of Tyler, Texas. They started in 65 and they only lasted till 69. They did briefly like reform in 72, but that was not really going anywhere. And then in 87, uh, in 86, they, they actually had a big reunion, a real reunion, and that attracted more than 7,000 people in the first concert. That was Backborrowing Steel by the Mouse and the Traps. Thanks again for listening to That Driving Beat.